Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. BetMGM, they threw out the question the other day, who is the most disappointing team in the NFL this season? And, you know, there could be a lot of teams. There could be a lot of choices of where you could go. You could maybe say the Raiders. You could maybe say the Broncos. Maybe you think the Saints, possibly the Colts are up there. Um, if you had to choose who the most disappointing team in the NFL was this season, who would you choose? I'll tell you what. I'll give you two nominees from each conference. Okay, I like And it. I think the NFC is the easiest conference to do. I don't think it's a question. You can talk about the Saints. A lot of people are disappointed because they're 4-7. and seven. Okay. But did we really think the Saints were going to be that good this year. I don't know that a lot of people did. Um, it's got to be the Rams. The defending Super Bowl champions are three and seven. For sure. That's that's awful. <laughs> it is. And then it's got to be the Packers. Yeah. Um, I know they lost Devontae Adams. I mean, they still, in that division, they should not be four and seven. And had they not had an historic comeback against the Cowboys, first time in Dallas history, that they had blown a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter, which I was astounded that that was, that was the case. I thought for sure at some point that that would have happened, just randomly would have happened. The Green Bay would be sitting at 3-8. and eight. So my two in the NFC, clearly the Rams and Green Bay. AFC is a little bit more dicey because you have to be really disappointed in Indianapolis. 4-6-1, and one, they brought Matt Ryan in. They had that rushing game that was supposed to be unbelievable. Look, I thought I had him in the AFC title game this year. Wow. Preseason. So how dumb am I? <laughs> um, and then it's, I think, I think it's a tie between the Raiders and Broncos over there in the AFC West. Now, I'll say they're disappointing because they're three and seven. Talking about the Broncos in this case, both of them are three and seven. I was not a big fan of that trade, Russell Wilson going to Denver. I just, for whatever reason, it just, I don't know if it's because Russell Wilson rubs me the wrong way. And I don't have anything against him personally. I just, there's something about him that I just, I don't know. I, I, I can't wrap my, I, I just, he's just I not you. a guy. He's just not a guy. Like there, there are guys that you see around the league. You're like, I can go hang out with that dude. He'd be fun to have a beer with. 
Russell Wilson, and I don't even know if he drinks. He probably doesn't. Not a guy that would be like, you know what? He would be cool to just sit around and like watch college hoops for a weekend or something. I just yeah. like, I don't get that vibe from him at <laughs> all. So I, it really disappointed in, in them, but I don't think I expected them to challenge Kansas City. The Chargers, I expected to challenge Kansas City. I'm not going to call them a disappointment because they've been beat up all year. But for sure. So those would be my selections Indy, Vegas, or Denver in the AFC. And then Green Bay or the Rams in the NFC, and we can have a conversation about anybody else too. So, yeah, I think going in the NFC, I mean, you're right on the money. You know, the Rams being, I mean, the Super Bowl champions being three and seven, they they could not figure out how to replace Odell as a wide receiver number two. Cooper Cup was the only guy on offense giving that team production. The offensive line, they they couldn't block anybody this season. Defensively, too, been very disappointing. Jalen Ramsey hasn't been all that great. Um, and now that Stafford's hurt, I mean, Bill, they're 15 and a half point dogs this week, Kansas City. It's amazing. I mean, it's amazing. It's, it's unbelievable. And then Green Bay, look, I expected them to take a step back without Devontae Adams. They, they just ask Aaron Rodgers to play Superman every year. And, you know, just so many rookies and young wide receivers. And it hasn't worked out. The defense was really what they were going to lean on this season. They have not been good. At all. So they've been extremely disappointing. Saints, you know, I wouldn't put them in that category just because, again, they've been a team really hurt by injuries. Right. And uh, the the defense just hasn't been what we thought it would be. But the wide receiver position, they've really been decimated there. AFC, it's 100% the two teams for me in the AFC West. I mean, Vegas and Denver. And I think the big disappointment are in both head coaches, especially Denver. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett is just... I the poor guy. I mean, it's it's really bad. It, it's him and Russ, man. I you know, I liked Russ a lot at Seattle. I thought it was a good pickup for them. I had I thought he had some stuff left in the tank, but clearly it just hasn't worked out. Credit to John Snyder and uh, Pete Carroll in Seattle because they knew what they were doing getting rid of him. It's just Bill. There's the stat. Well, Denver's first of all, they're nine and one in unders this season. Yeah, and then there's another stat that if Denver scored eighteen. Just 18 points in all 10 of their games in regular time, not including overtime, they'd be 9-1 this year. 9-1. Yeah. They just scored 18 points. I mean, we, we talked about the one-score games. Yeah. Denver has played a lot of them. Yes. I mean, week one, Seattle, a game they should have won, lose that game by one point. Yep. The next week, they beat Houston by a single touchdown. They beat San Francisco in that epic 11-10 to game that everybody went, oh my God. Gosh, this is awful football. Uh, the, the Raiders actually beat them by nine. Lost in overtime to the Colts in the field goal game where the Colts kicked four and Denver kicked three. And then lost the next week in overtime to the Chargers, 1916. Lost to the Jets in a one-score game. Beat Jacksonville by four. Beat Tennessee in a one-score game. Or excuse me, lost to Tennessee in a one-score game. Lost to the Raiders again in overtime. So they have three overtime losses this year. And then another one is Seattle by one when they went for two and didn't get it. That's four wins right there. Forget about being nine and one. They could just be seven and three. Right? I know. But they get rid of Melvin Gordon because he can't hang on to the football. Yeah. So he's gone. I know. Um, Judy's they, been banged up. They're, well, they lost, well they, they lost a kid uh, out of North Carolina, the running back, Williams. Mm-hmm. That really hurt them. That I sure like that kid a lot. I, I think too. he was going to be really, really good for them this year. Yep. And then when he's gone... I mean, they can't do anything. They're they're barely getting over 100 yards rushing a game. They're n- near the bottom of the NFL. 
You can't run the ball with a guy like Russell Wilson. You're not going to win. He needs a running game. He does. And to me, I think Denver, if I had to pick one team, they're the most disappointing just because their defense is good enough to win them a Super Bowl. It is championship caliber, one of the top three defenses in the league. But man, that offense is bad. And Las Vegas, you know, offensively, I thought this could be one of the better teams in the league. You bring Adams over. Darren Waller just not being able to go really all seasons really hurt right. them. Hunter Renfro's been banged up. Josh Jacobs has had some really nice moments this season. Defensively, they've been way too inconsistent. And Josh McDaniels, Bill, I mean, they have three wins this season. He's beaten Nathaniel Hackett twice, and he's beaten the Texans. Right. Like, those are his only wins. Right. So, right. I mean, both those teams, man, it's just, it's been a big, big disappointment for them. Um, but and but the they're, nuts, they're another team in the Raiders that when they started one and four, every single one of their losses to start the season to that one and four start before their bye week, one possession games. The Chargers in week one by five. Lost in overtime, that horrible overtime game to Arizona. Remember, they fumbled late, and Arizona picked it up and scored. Lost by two to Tennessee, that beat Denver, and then lost to Kansas City by one. So they easily could have been, you know, 5-0, and 4-1 and at minimum. But then after they came out of the bye, as you mentioned, beating Houston, got blitzed by New Orleans when they didn't score. Lost a bad game to Jacksonville, who's not a good team. And then lost to Indy. Jeff Saturday had been the coach for three days. And they lost that game. Yeah. And then bounced back. And again, you just mentioned beat, beat Denver in overtime. So they've been worse since the bye week. Beginning of the season, the, to me, it was just bad luck. Just fumbles, turnovers. Now, part of that is your team. Yep. But part of it is just the dumb luck of one-score games going against you. Since the bye, they haven't been good. They're two and three, but they're three losses. Haven't been graded. No. So Yeah, it's I mean, it's it's a good point you bring up. Both teams have been and remember everybody coming into that season, the AFC West. Oh, it's supposed to be the killer division. And yep. everybody was making cases for for all those conferences, for all those teams in that conference. The Raiders, the Broncos, the Chargers, the Chiefs. And now here the Chiefs are. They essentially have a four game lead over the Chargers because they beat them Swept twice. Them. Yep. So they have the tiebreaker. They're eight and two with seven games to play. Like you said, that division's pretty much a wrap. So the division as a whole really has been disappointing. Indianapolis, uh, like you said, I mean, they, they too, that old line, Jonathan Taylor, what a disappointment. He's really been to fantasy owners this year as the number one pick. They had a bench Matt Ryan midway through the season yep. because he was playing so bad, and now they've come back to him. But they have been a disappointment as well, too. So, uh, yeah, by, it's... Go ahead. By the way, your Justin Jefferson, anytime touchdown, if you're on it, has cashed. Yes, it has. He got the touchdown for Minnesota. Just to keep people updated, they're up 7 nothing. That is correct. And Ole Miss just scored on a fourth and goal to go up 16-7. to Still good. Under two minutes to go in the half. Even if Mississippi State goes down and scores here and gets it to 30 points still at halftime, pace. I still feel good about the under. I do, The too. way both these teams are playing, I still feel good about the under. That would have been a nice stop for that Mississippi State yes. defense there. They could have kept him out, but they're down nine right now, and they get the ball to start the second half, so they're definitely looking for a little double score. Um, but yeah, Bill, I mean, you know, do you put Arizona in that category too just because they started the season like 7-0 and last year, but then the way they finished, and, you know, they missed Hopkins for the first six games. I don't think anybody was really taking them seriously, but it's just maybe the case you can make is that they're 1-5 and at home, which is extremely disappointing. And just because, you know, I mean, they were 8-0 to start last year. Uh, no, because I think Cliff 
Kingsbury's a terrible coach. Yeah, I agree. With that's that. <laughs> again. So I'm not disappointed in them because I never believed in them anyway. And now you're getting to the point of the season where he starts again. They start fading away. They've lost three of their last four, and the defense hasn't been good. The only win they have is against a bad Rams team. Gave up 34 to Minnesota. Gave up 31 to Seattle. Got blown out by San Francisco, giving up 38. And it's not going to get any easier for them. I think the Chargers are going to blitz them this weekend. Then they get to have the bye. It'll be a little bit easier for them down the stretch. New England, Denver, Atlanta, not great offenses, but you mix Tampa Bay and San Francisco in there as well. I don't think Kingsbury is the coach there next year. There's already rumors that Sean Payton is looking at at, at Arizona mm-hmm. or the Chargers if yep. they get rid of, of, of their head coach Staley there. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, man. If I'm Sean Payton, do I want to go? Arizona just seems dysfunctional to me. I, I mean, maybe he looks at, at Murray and Hopkins and goes, I got something here as far as offense goes. But I don't know. I mean, is, is Murray that good? I'm just not. I'm not convinced of it. I don't know. I think he's good. I just consistently worry about him just staying healthy. I mean, he's such a small, frail guy that, you know, now that they're playing 17 regular season games, I can't trust him to stay out there for all those games. And if he does, by the time the playoffs come around, he just can never stay upright. So I think And that's he my loves his call of duty, so I got to always keep track of when the next edition of that game drops. You do. So that I know how to plan my practices accordingly because he's not going to be paying attention. Got to put that in the handicap for yeah, sure. Absolutely. When you're betting the Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 